Thank you for tuning in. This episode is two parts, filled with lots of great conversations. Hope you enjoy, and please join us for part two. The Joker took the best of us and tore him down. People will lose hope. They won't. They must never know what he did. Five dead. Two of them cops. You can't sweep that up. But the Joker cannot win. Gotham needs its true hero. No! You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I can do those things, because I'm not a hero. Not like Dent. I killed those people. That's what I can be. No, you can't. You're not! I'm whatever Gotham needs me to be. Call it in. Hello, and welcome to Field of Geeks, episode 75. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. You were just hearing the great Kevin Conroy reading the Dark Knight speech. This is a uh, Nerdist talking tunes segment they do. They've had uh, the Ninja Turtles on recently. The guys who voiced the Ninja Turtles back in the 80s, 90s. Yep. Uh, they were doing a um, clip from the Seinfeld episode where George was caught masturbating by his mom. It was pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty funny. So anyway, I just thought I'd play that because that's um, a lot of people are really digging that clip right now of um, Kevin Conroy reading that classic speech. Today's show, we have uh, a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking uh, Josh Brolin's Cable, Judge Dredd, Mega City One, Marvel, Disney, Netflix deal, Hellboy, Death Wish trailer, Venom, Blade Runner 2049, and of course, much more. Also, uh, I will review Dunkirk. I'll try to do it spoiler free. We, <laughs> we did win the war. That's the big spoiler, I guess no. I'll say there. But um, first, I'd like to introduce a special guest. Uh, please welcome Juan. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm hey. excited. All right. I'm really, really, I really am super excited. I'm like geeked up, no pun intended. I'm like really hyped up. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we, we welcome that. So, yeah, I've been wanting to have you on for a while. And yeah, glad we finally got it to happen. Tell us about some of your interests and, um, you know, plug anything you wish. I know that you are a musician and a martial artist, so I'll just throw that at you. I guess if you want to cover those points, yeah, um, done music for a long time. Uh, uh, I, I'm, like, summing it up. I was in a rock band and traveled the country. Basically did everything you can do minus the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> minus the, the, the money and the big fame. Uh, right. The sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I guess. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, I had a ball with that. Um, as a martial artist, because I did uh, martial arts as a child, uh, once I moved to Los Angeles, because I spent uh, a great deal of time in Los Angeles, about seven years, oh, wow. um, I got involved with a lot of uh, MMA fighters who wanted to learn how to wrestle. And uh, in exchange... Uh, they taught me a lot of other martial arts, from boxing to Muay Thai kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, uh, knife fighting, self-defense, everything else you can think of. Uh, as for martial arts, uh, a show like Still the Geeks is like ideal because <laughs> um, as a kid, you know, you see your favorite heroes on TV or in a comic book, and you want to simulate that the best way you can. When I'm doing martial arts, I'm thinking of myself being a Goku. I'm thinking of myself being uh, a Superman or a Deadpool or like, nice. how would this person move? So, yeah, it, it, it's a motivating factor. Like, 
I'm literally wearing my Superman shirt right now. I'm going to train in it. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. You know? So, yeah, I'll train in it and stuff like that because it'll give me that, I guess, to simplify it, my, that vibration. Or if I want to be slick and cunning, I might wear, like, a, a Batman shirt. Yet I have not found a Batman shirt that I am happy with yet. Really? You know, it's funny you say that. I've I've seen several Batman, uh, you know, the Fat Bat, the Target version where it's the old uh, oval with the yellow. I still haven't either. I, I still cannot find that one shirt. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Batman, from my understanding, he's probably the most... Um, the biggest character that Warner Brothers has. And yet you would think his stuff is everywhere as as in a comic book character he's the biggest one out of dc you know he's been holding yeah. mm-hmm. it down for years right and you would think you would have like like michael jordan sneakers you would have like <laughs> batman you know american flag batman mexico batman whatever right. you know <laughs> like <laughs> it's all these different batman on mars i don't know just like yeah but uh yeah so as for that, that martial arts idea, that's basically like me being a big kid, you know, yeah. and thinking in my head, like, if I had to use this, which I hope I don't ever have to, of course. but if I ever had to use this in the street, um, am I going to move like Batman? <laughs> am I gonna yeah, right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so I was thinking in the back of my head of that. Um, as for anything to do with, um, comic books or anything to do with, um, something that is, uh, what we would call, a uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. um, I've, from day one, I've always been into that stuff. Uh, to this day, I still think like that. I have enough friends that tell me you're just a big kid. <laughs> <laughs> you need to grow up. And I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm not gonna give in. They're not gonna they're not gonna trick me into acting like them. Right. You know, so <laughs> I'm still I still do my research on on comic book characters that I've always been into and uh major Hulk fan. Um, really? love all types of different things, but just uh going into things like that. Um side note, uh the revamping spawn. And I'm really excited about that. I've been hearing about that. So I just wanted to throw that out there while it's on my mind. Sure, yeah. So I'm looking at my Spawn poster. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah I guess they're going to do it almost like, uh, I think it's, I, I assume it's a movie. The, the original creator, Yeah. Um, he, he was saying something like, that. it's almost going to be like a horror movie. Yeah, that'd be, I think that's uh, a good way to go. That's the way that he. I mean, yeah. they portrayed in the comics. I I hope they get the hard R rating that they wanted instead yeah. of what the what we got the last time. Um, will we actually get to see Spawn though? Because I've heard rumors that it may be more of like a horror thing, and we get to see the person who will become him, but maybe not Spawn. I don't know. Have you heard much? Um, I think you might be on the right track. I think it might be like a build up so they can build a series. Okay, I'm assuming. Sure. I, I could be totally wrong. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm just excited about it because Spawn, to me, is one of those characters who's outside of the Marvel DC franchises that 
is made a strong name for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to, to see a revamp of him, you know, like sure. him being like an independent. He's almost like from a music standpoint, he's almost like an independent artist. Right, yeah. made it big. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. Like I, you know, I remember seeing the uh, maybe '97 was it the the original movie, and mm-hmm. of course, you know that was a that was a hit and miss. A lot of people would probably say miss or hit. Um, but of course, you had the HBO series, which was amazing. I thought yeah. it really had big ideas in it, uh, big uh, stories, and yeah, Todd McFarlane, you know. He, he man, he's been trying to get this to happen for years, and so I'm happy that he's finally able to do it. I think Deadpool paved the way with their yeah. low budget, and that's what they're going to be doing with Spawn. Personally, I could, I could see them getting away with uh, doing a low budget. Um, you know, maybe you could see his green eyes or something in the distance, or if it's just a demon that's chasing uh, whoever's involved. You know, it's uh, it's all up in the air, but I think. He might be directing the movie too. Okay, I think he's, I think he's planning on doing that. So playing a big bigger part in this than yes. the previous one. They definitely won't try the uh, Batman route, or you know, they're trying to make him this, you know, superhero you've uh, come to to come to know, I guess, through other avenues, and it's just a darker universe, you know. And yeah, and he's not he's not like totally good all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so they shouldn't make him out to be like another Batman. And that's, I think a lot of people are having a problem. Well, some people may get the impression that because he has a cape and he's got a mask on that he might be the next, you know, version or incarnation of Batman. So yeah, I, um, a little concerned, uh, Tom McFarlane is, you know, we've had a couple of other major artists, direct movies, uh, Frank Miller, Frank Miller was (laughs) one, that one flopped. Uh, and I, I don't know what went wrong there. But uh, Sin City was great, uh, but yeah, I'm a little little leery. But you know, Tom McFarlane has been at this for God, fourteen, fifteen years, mm-hmm. if not more, yeah, uh, to get it back on track. And there's been fan made uh, films on uh, YouTube that I saw. I saw one where um, you get to see Spawn at the very end. There's like this uh, mom and a kid in the grocery store shopping, and mm-hmm. something happens, and then all of a sudden you see Spawn. And I hope. That if we do get to see Spawn again, that the cape, because Tom McFarlane just draws these beautiful capes on Spawn and they flow and all that stuff, and I hope that they they bring that back. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they can pull it off better than he did with a high budget, you know. Yeah. Because now, yeah, you see all these. Not they're not really amateur videos, mm-hmm. but the effects are incredible. Like yeah. whoever did the the power the Dark Power Ranger movie or mm-hmm. short film, whatever it was. I mean, oh, that was beautiful. That yeah. Was awesome. Yeah, and that was great. And that probably wasn't a huge budget, I mm-hmm. take it. But man, it looked damn good. So I, I think if they can, um, yeah, if they can make it look that good for a, for a Spawn movie, and maybe they can put them in shadows, so you don't have to really. It's more imaginative, like what's going on, what you're yeah. seeing. So, yeah, I think uh, they definitely um, have a chance to have something great come yeah. out, come of it. And if it makes a lot of money, then they can they can go forward and you know really put in more effects, maybe. As for directing with Todd, I, I think he's been at it so long, he's clearly got a vision in his head. Sure. And he's just trying to find a way to get someone who can bring that vision to life. Yeah. And like uh, like I was saying, the same thing with music, like as being a musician, like I might have a song in my head and I'll have like the the melody in my head and I might try out 
because I don't play instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a I'm a vocalist. Sure. So um, I might go to X amount of several different producers and be like, "Hey, can you make this?" And no one nails it. And then one day, some guys like, "Oh," and this happened before. Well, be like, "Oh, that's what you want? Oh, that's simple." I'm like. Yeah. I've been looking for you for years. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, where have you been? <laughs> you just did that like yeah. thirty seconds. <laughs> right? Fuck you, man. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, and, I, and, I, and I, so from uh, from that point of view, being a creator, mm-hmm. I can see maybe that might be approach uh, an approach that Todd has. Like, right. He's like, yeah. Uh, I have this thing in my head and I just need someone who can help me pull it off because he has put his energy into creating the character spawn and the storyline and this and all that. He hasn't put all of his energy into film and, you know, angles and directing. Exactly. So it, it might come off funny because it's not his expert. It's not where he, his expertise lies, you know? So he's probably just waiting or researching and trying to find at least a guy or a couple people that might be able to help his vision or he may see someone else's good works in something else and be like, that's the person I need to work with. Right, um, yeah. It might not be anyone that has anything to do with um, what's the, anything to do with uh, anything that has to do with comics. It might be someone that has more to do with horror. Than, who knows? It's all about finding the perfect uh, the partner, you know. Uh, you'd be on the same page, and I think Taz basically ready to direct if he can't find that director that yeah. really, you know, kind of makes takes what he's thinking and puts it on film. And that could turn out bad, but it, you know, it's probably a better chance in his head if if he can't find anybody who clicks, you know, just to go in and do it yourself. So we might all be pleasantly surprised but you know and it's one of those things where i think uh wanting to do something really bad versus passion mm-hmm. are two different things and i think todd has an extreme passion for for spawn and i think you're right when you say you got to search for the right person and once you do find it it's like oh where have you been you know right. yeah. yeah so I, I i get what you're saying maybe a horror director is the right path to go that's so pretty cool yeah you know now that i think about it yeah that's gonna be exciting Let's go over some quick things quickly. Quick things, quickies. Sponsored by Come and Go. Uh, Trojan condoms. <laughs> no, uh, Come and Go. That's, uh, that's a gas station here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so some quick items oh, yeah. here. Um, EW, uh, Entertainment Weekly, they're going to feature some Star Wars photos. Uh, they've been released on the internet, and they look pretty cool. There's some some new things we've seen. Apparently, Luke's living on that uh, that world with these little creatures so he's not by himself um you know it's a lot of mystery there we'll see what happens i don't know (laughs) maybe he's got a relationship with one of them i don't know um they won't go there uh but they got yeah it's disney (laughs) yeah um but they got these uh cool like samurai uh soldier looking things they're like red armor and you remember that stormtrooper that had that that weapon in uh, Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, yeah, like almost the baton yeah, lightsaber kind of thing. these guys look like yeah. they're holding them, too. Whoa. So that's pretty cool, right? That was cool, watching that scene when he yeah. flips it out and just... Oh, yeah, a lot of people already have fan fiction on that guy. Oh, do they? Even though we don't know his name or anything. <laughs> 
So like they were bummed he died. Like, oh man. Because he's the only stormtrooper. It's like, I'm not gonna shoot you. Yeah, I'm not gonna shoot and miss. I'm just gonna grab this weapon and maybe it was a prototype of some sort. But yeah, anyway, that that Entertainment Weekly uh uh magazine uh with all the Star Wars uh photos, that should be out very soon. So I might take a gander at that. But yeah, like I said, it's on the internet, so if you wanna save the money, I think it's probably like twelve bucks for a magazine anymore. It's crazy. Blade Runner 2049 is getting an R rating, so oh, wow. um, won't be able to take the kids to that, sadly. Yes, that clap? yes, yeah? thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> hey, man, the more I see this movie, it looks great. It really, um, I wasn't really sure in the beginning, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know if we're ready for, I just don't know if you can, you know, do anything better than that, f- that first one, even though that first one's had, like, what, 10 cuts to it? Or- well, and it's such an intense movie. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's one that needs to be told fully, and I don't think you can PG-13 some no, of the, yeah. the events that would take place in something like that. Because, I mean, you're talking robots and relationships and mm-hmm. robot-human relationships. Right. It just gets weird. They're going to go there, unlike Disney they might. with the uh, little critters <laughs> Luke has with him. Um, no, it, yeah, the visuals look amazing, and... Uh, Jared Leto's character looks very interesting. You know, he's like a creator of these robots. They're using a lot of practical effects. Um, yeah, Harrison Ford looks like he's really, you know, has a presence in the movie. So Which that's, is good. good. Yeah, so I, I am very excited to see this. Uh, sounds like you are too, Juan. I mean, I'm pretty geeked up about it, yeah. Yeah. Like, Blade Runner is an, is an excellent movie. Yeah. And just, uh, it was so ahead of his time, the original one. Um, I'm curious to see the technology of what they can do on film nowadays, how this uh, new interpretation is going to look. Even if it's not a big hit, the original wasn't a big hit. It was a cult hit. Yeah. And, you know, as long as it's a good story, we're, I'm fine with it. I don't think we need more and more sequels unless it sets it up, of course. But They're kind you know, of bringing back that uh, that theme music of the 80s, and I like that, kind of like what they did with Stranger Things. A lot of retro stuff Yeah, you feel that. Yeah. I'm liking it, too. Yeah. I think... Uh, I'm really, especially the new Thor trailer. Yes, man, it's got some like '80s. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that Thor trailer? This is another tangent, but I, I got to ask you one because you know he meets a guy and. Yeah, um, they finally used. Um, I want to say the Zeppelin song. Yeah, yeah. The, um, yep. But it's it's about it's about being uh, a Viking <laughs> and like <laughs> this Viking. It's pretty much a description of Thor. The song itself. And I'm surprised it took him so long to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ragnarok uh, has me super amped up. The latest Thor trailer's got this really cool soundtrack to it. And, yeah, they do play the Zeppelin thing again. But, man, it's got this... Um, I wish I could... Uh, <laughs> I don't know the instrument they use. You know what, I, I know, you know what movie it is? Uh, it's like a... It's like a um, it's like a... I think it's called a Moog. It's an old instrument they used to use a lot in the 70s. Oh, yeah, okay. Late late 60s, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, it's got a what, unique, uh, uh, unique uh, sound to it. It's very, very cool, I think. Yeah, it's got that retro sound. Yeah. Um, um, Dr. Dre, on his very first album, The Chronic, mm-hmm. he was known for using the Moog a lot. Okay. And no one, no one was using the Moog especially in any genre of music, let alone hip-hop or gangster rap at right. the time. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting sound. It, it has its own little 
way it fills, you know, the air. But I'm not sure that's a mug or not. I just know it has that kind of, when you hear that round, that those weird kind of yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds like from a certain era. It's got a very 70s kind of thing. I think it's the Moog. The trailer reminds me of, uh, you, remember, you ever see that movie? It's really funny. Uh, Kung Fu Fury. Is it Fury? Yeah. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's like a guy. Is it Kung Fu Fury? Yeah. And, and Might be, he, yeah. he goes back and sees the Viking Thor. He goes through the past. And I don't want to give away the movie if someone hasn't seen it. But, you know, I think it's Kung Fu. It was, it's not too long ago it came out. Right. Yeah, it's still on I think Netflix. It's Kung Fu Fury. <laughs> yeah, and it's all retro. That movie is awesome <laughs> and it's just that movie is awesome doesn't he have if to like if you're an enhancement it's <laughs> awesome movie. doesn't he have it's... to fight like a t-rex or something like that yes i think he rode it no they, they had these like viking hot chicks that rode yeah. like rhinos or something i don't know what the heck they were riding but it was just it was ridiculousness all over the place and he rode a keyboard through time. I think he, I think he skateboarded on the, or surfed on a keyboard through time. I was like, this movie is ridiculous. It's so awesome. And he's fighting Hitler. He's killing Nazis. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got to look it up. I've never, I, seen, I gotta watch it again. I've never seen it's this so movie. Good. What's it called? Oh, Kung, Kung Fu Kung Fury? Sorry, yep. Okay. Yep. It's on, it's on the it's list. so good, Josh. Okay. It's so good, Josh. That sounds I'm really sorry, good. I thought you saw it. No, I didn't. Mitch, Mitch did. I no. did. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, bro. Oh, that's it's cool. It's so ridiculous. I mean, expect, expect ridiculousness. Because I, I, now I feel bad that I told you No, no. Much. It's fine. No. No, those are good teasers, though. Some writing. Don't like to be told. I don't. No, it's fine. I. It's like I haven't seen the visuals, so that's that's even better. You know, I'll be like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, cool. okay. I'll give you a quick visual. It starts off with him fighting a video game. Uh, you know, like the boxes, like in the eighties where you play Pac Man. Yeah. He's fighting one with arms and legs. He's what? fighting a video, like a video game box. Oh my gosh. Through the streets, and the video game is like a renegade killer. So, wow! He's flying. His car is flying through the air. It's it's ridiculous. I'm you, it's, it's so good. It's, All right, I will. We I'm, need to do a part two. Oh I'm yeah, dying for the part two. I'm gonna watch that today. If, you, if, if it's on Netflix, I, I'm gonna ever, watch it. If you ever have me back on the show, oh, I will. We gotta do. A, we gotta do a review of that one. Oh yeah, uh, okay. yeah, we can do is, that for sure. As you watch it, because then you'll be like. I get it. I get what you're saying. I got it. <laughs> it's, it and they set it up for a part two, so I don't know if they're ever going to do that. Right. But it's one of those things that might build like a cult following. That sounds awesome. The Batman vs. Two-Face trailer was released, the animated movie. It's got the late Adam West in it, of course. This is the follow-up to, I think, The Return of the Cape Crusaders. Really, really great animation they used. You know, this is the 60s Batman, of course, we're yes. talking about. Yeah, this looks great. Uh, you don't get to hear too much of, well, William Shatner has like a, I don't know if they made his voice different or he actually did it himself, but when he's Two-Face, he's... It's good. Yeah. I don't know if they tweaked it or not, or he actually has some impressions we didn't well, know about. <laughs> it's it's grovelly. Yeah, right. I yeah. like it, though. It's, um, it's pretty cool, and... 
I think uh, this might be the last one we see, unfortunately, unless they have enough balls to recast Adam West as yeah. Batman. We'll see. But yeah, maybe Burt Ward will get a uh, Nightwing version of his Robin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that's the thing. There's If, if there's uh, money to be made and people love these movies, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him to recast. I mean, yeah, it would suck, but if they can get some guy that sounds like him, like yeah. I'm okay with it because, you know, uh, that kind of paves the way for other properties from the past to be brought back, you know, because not all those actors are still with us. So, like a Bill Bixby yeah. Hulk animated movie, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Now I want to talk about, of course, Josh Brolin's Cable. They yeah. revealed two photos, and, you know, we were getting glimpses of what he was going to look like. You know, he had he got the haircut, and he's been working out a ton. Uh, what are you guys thinking about this uh, this look of uh, Cable? Perfect. Perfect? In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they even the teddy bear, <laughs> yeah. if you know anything about Cable. No, I is, really uh, don't. Uh, cable is he's just a badass, man. Um, and the way they have... Uh, just the the look they've made cable real. They did. Um, I, I'm surprised they haven't involved the. Maybe they do. They're going to do that. Uh, bring in like the, he he wears kind of almost like these shoulder pad things. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Cable is like just the way they did uh, his arm. It doesn't look cheesy. I believe he is uh, Scott Summer's son mm-hmm. and a clone of Jean Grey. So Jean Grey has passed away in the series that he's based off of, and uh, it's her clone that Scott is now involved with, and they have Cable. And he's from, so, yeah, he Cable, visits the past, right? He's yeah. from the future. Yeah, he's a lot like Bishop. Him and Bishop, uh, Bishop is also from the future as well. They're like older mutants, and so they're in a battle with Apocalypse, which is great. Because uh, the Fox Disney thing, I, I, they're doing these awkward things with it, but them involving Apocalypse again and like a Deadpool series, Deadpool has opened up a door mm-hmm. for, for them to bring in characters that you normally wouldn't expect them to bring in. Uh, they also released a new uh, picture of Domino. Yes. yes. Ryan Reynolds was really hardcore about making sure that Domino is African-American, which is That's cool. great. Yeah, of course. Me being African-American. Yeah, I'm but, all right. <laughs> you know, I dig that. Yeah. But, uh, it, like, I looked at the picture of her. I think it's something like he was shooting for almost like a foxy brownish kind of thing. Yeah. He has, like, the big fro. Um, I think it's awesome. Um, but uh, I, I have this ability to get on and off subject really fast. No, we do too. It's the okay. new cable. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I think uh, Josh looks better than I could have imagined. I didn't expect him to uh, look that way. The guy that I had in mind was, and I thought he would make the perfect cable was uh, the guy from Avatar. Stephen I don't Lang. Know his name. Yeah, Stephen he, Lang. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. He was the he was the antagonist in that movie. Mm-hmm. That dude. Yeah. Right. Like, just off of first glance, I'm like, yeah. That's Cable. He was that, yeah. born to play Gate. That was my pick, you know? too. But, yeah, when they cast Brolin, I wasn't, like, bummed. 
I was kind of like, oh, I didn't really know that was uh, possible because you know he's playing Thanos for the Marvel universe and bingo. Yeah, yeah, bingo. <laughs> yeah, but of course he's not yeah. physically Thanos, so maybe that's how he can get away with this. But yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was a bad choice. Uh, Josh Brolin's a great actor, and he can man, he can really morph into you know other characters. You know, like. The young Tommy Lee Jones and Men in Black. Oh Green. yeah, that he was, was the excellent. highlight of that movie. Yeah, right. It was awesome. And before he got cast as Cable, he just came off a movie where he gained like forty pounds. Oh wow! So he's kind of he's kind of tubby, <laughs> but now he's like he's he's committed. I mean, he's put all of himself into this role, and I yeah. I applaud him for that. He you know he first movie I ever saw him in was a Goonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was playing the older son that was kind of geeky or whatever didn't put much stock in him but then you start watching movies like um like w or um you know men in black three mm-hmm. and you start seeing that he's got this wide array of acting abilities and um joanna hex that was another one that didn't do too well but yeah i still to this day i've not seen it and i want to but you can see how far he's willing to go for a character. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, old, uh, what was it? Oh, old Country for. Oh, No, no Country, Country for yes, Men. That was old a great No Country for Old Men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's one he uh, got uh, a lot of, um, you know, buzz. And I remember seeing him in Hollow Man back in the Oh, like, God, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I, I kind of just that. thought that's how he was going to be, mm-hmm. just kind of a side character. Yeah. Uh, this whole renaissance of him being. This big actor now, this is, I mean, it's fantastic. And yeah, he looks great. And I, you know, I had no doubts because, you know, that, yeah, like you said, this Deadpool team, they have really done something uh, remarkable. And they kind of cracked the code right before the X Men Apocalypse came out, you know, so it was really hard for that movie to probably be successful, uh, you know, because it didn't do too well. And yeah, it's kind of like, uh, what are we going to do now? Because Fox is just, it's a weird position they're in because Deadpool kind of embraces everything about the comics. You know, they just mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Whereas you got uh, the Singer movies, they're kind of trying to be more serious and they're not going to dress up in those classic outfits unless it's like the last five minutes of the of Apocalypse. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, they finally got the costumes and the movie's over. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, that sucks. So, yeah. And then the next movie, well, yeah. Well, I was going to say about Deadpool, um, the thing about that whole franchise, and I think it's, it, I think this is uh, something in film that maybe a lot of, um, I don't know who, producers mm-hmm. uh, don't necessarily always take into consideration. I've noticed that movies where you have a character who breaks the fourth wall always tends to do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. It's something about that because that character is identifying you and having a conversation with you, realizing, hey, I know you're watching me. And, <laughs> and I think people gravitate to that very well. Um, there are characters that break the fourth wall that people don't necessarily know do that. Uh, Joker, for example, breaks the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't announce it like Deadpool so much, but he'll drop hits. Right. He's dropped it over years and through the comic book and things like that. Uh, there's an old movie I actually watched again recently. I don't know. It's not a comic book movie, but uh, it's called uh, SOC Punk. I don't mm. know if you guys have ever heard of it. Or I don't think it. I have, no. Uh, it stars the guy that played Shaggy in uh, the Scooby-Doo. Oh, Matthew Lillard? Um, yeah. So, really? Okay. I've seen that guy in years. 
Yeah, he's dropped off fish here. He's basically talking to you. He's telling you like he was growing up in Utah in the early 80s, and him and his best friend are the only two punks in town. And everyone thinks they're like trying to act like British guys or something like that, and they're saying no and this and all that. But he talks to you. He tells you the different classes of people that he hangs around, you know, like, these guys are posers, these guys are this, these guys are that, and he's talking to you, he's talking about the girl he's dating, he's, but it's very captivating because <clears throat> he's there breaking the fourth wall, and he's letting you know everything. Sure. Uh, the same thing with Deadpool, as soon as it starts, he's just sitting on, what, the side of the freeway? Yeah. You know? Oh, hi there. On the, in a... <laughs> It, it, on the edge of it, you know, and he's, yeah. hey, how you doing there, you know? And I think, especially for the demographic that I think it's safe to say, women in the comic book world are 50-50. Mm. Either you have a chick that's all in, or she wants nothing to do with it, and she thinks it's childish. It's not really a lot of mid-ground with a lot of girls. Sure. From my personal experience. Yeah. So, Deadpool being the kind of character is like, oh my god, I didn't know comic books could be so fun, you know. Right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, he 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 broke that barrier because um, my lady friend, she was like, I love Deadpool. He's like, that's her favorite comic book character now. Right. Not Superman. It's not Batman. You know. It's not, you know, Thor or anything like that. It's Deadpool. Yeah. Her children. She has daughters. Deadpool. <laughs> wow. Um, every, you know, a lot of, I've noticed a lot of ladies gravitate to it because he's the one character out the gate that I can think of that has invited you in. Mm -hmm. Correct. He's told you his life. He told you, like, his life story with his, with his, his girlfriend in the movie, his blind roommate, his, you know, a best friend <laughs> at the bar, you know, yeah. he's telling you everything. And so like, uh, it's, it's inviting, you know? So I think there's something to say about a character that breaks the fourth wall. And, uh, I, I want to see how Josh does as cable because mm -hmm. it doesn't look like any other character in the movies will break the fourth wall except Deadpool. Yeah, I, I could see them being exactly. like, who are you talking to, you know, or something like that, or, you know, or maybe referencing, maybe he has, maybe um, Cable has a little dialogue with Domino, and he's like, this guy's nuts, you know, as Deadpool's talking into the camera and all that stuff, who knows, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, to me, I think they're going to play it straight. Deadpool's just, I think that's the only way you get, um, that whole fourth wall breaking is with Deadpool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like any other character in his world would do that. It's just, it's just his, you know, shtick. You know, I think it's very unique, and it was really risky to do. But of course, that character is already established for doing that. So, you know, to not have him do that would have been probably really bad for, you know, the, oh, the yeah. audience and stuff. So. Well, we we saw what happened when he didn't break the fourth wall, and the Wolverine. <laughs> origin oh movie, yeah which, man <laughs> you saw what happened yeah so, yeah that movie that, it was the oh. real origin one? oh yeah. yeah it was uh that's a that movie's a mess i, I don't know what the hell happened with that movie <laughs>
That was just It's so awful. bad it's good for me. It's so bad Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those I, guilty I, pleasures. Yeah, I mean, I, I own it on Blu-ray, and um, yeah, there's some cool stuff about it. Man, they some of the special effects are terrible, and yeah, they just totally... Uh, screwed up Deadpool's uh, origin, really, and you know they they referenced it in the movie Deadpool about that uh, figurine. I think they had the the figurine. From, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yep. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Exactly. Yeah, and they, you know, that they was were, hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was, and you know, as he's getting courted away to um, getting his powers, you know, uh, in that one scene, he he was saying, "Don't give me a a, a green suit." A green suit. Yeah. This but looks, the fact that he's saying stuff like that mm-hmm. made it awesome, right? Yeah, it didn't take yeah, it, it didn't take itself so seriously. It was you know you had a lot of comedic breaks with the the fourth wall and him him basically just telling us all his story. You know, it wasn't we were invited in. Let's say, oh yeah, like and the funny thing is, is uh, um, I just have to say this real quick: the the Wolverine movie. I knew it was bad the moment I think he was smoking a cigar. And the helicopter was falling behind him. Yeah. And I think it was like a fire and he's walking away from the yeah. from the, the explosion. When any, any movie does that, I already know what kind of movie I'm in for. You're walking away from the explosion. I've only seen it done cool once. Cool once. And that was a, a movie with Denzel called Equalizer. Okay, yep, yep. He can make anything look cool. He's one of those rare people that can make you know picking his nose look cool i don't know just... <laughs> yeah they just they just didn't know what they wanted to do with that movie i think it was just all over the place you know they were trying to incorporate all these uh other you know movies that came before but yeah i'm I'm glad that thankfully since that deadpool footage leaked years ago we got we finally got the deadpool movie we we deserved and i don't think it would have happened without that footage being leaked you know i think that's that's kind of how you have to do it anymore. You kind of have to bypass the studio and just just drop it out there for everyone to see. Let them decide if there's going to be a movie and not the studio. So in this case, it definitely won in their favor. And Cable looks amazing. And yeah, like we said, Domino looks great. Uh, Zazie Beats is her name. I think she's in a show uh, on FX. Oh, crap, I forgot what it's called. It's got Donald Glover in it. Um, but anyway, that's that's all I know what she's done before this movie it's looking great this whole cast looks great and can't wait to see a trailer you know we've seen that little teaser thing before logan started and that's oh, yeah. just kind and of the, yeah and the phone booth yeah yeah that was funny well <laughs> i heard i heard that ryan reynolds because he's he played a big part in uh i don't know cold direction or of the movie in the first one mm-hmm. so they're saying they want to keep the same Roughly the same budget, yes. For the second one, I did. I did catch that. They, they even should. though they have more money behind it, mm-hmm. because he's like he wants to keep the same feel. So whatever they need to do to get the same kind of CGI, mm-hmm. um, which the the one thing I want to say is I think they it, it at first I thought it would be cheesy, but they nailed it with Colossus. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they did. nailed it. They did. Yeah, they, they kind of overplayed him being like. The kind of guy that, like, you know, take your vitamins, eat your <laughs> yeah, breakfast, yeah. kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. Have a power bar. They nailed the look. <laughs> they did yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Colossus is like Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah. And they just nailed it. Uh, the Colossus from the X-Men series is like, 
They made him younger in one of the movies. Yeah, he was like a, he's like he's like X Men too. Yeah, it's like a GQ version yeah. of Colossus. <laughs> yeah, it's too pretty. Yeah, too, <laughs> right. Too pretty, and not you know? not enough character really. You know, he just kind of said a few things, and yeah, that was he, about it. He's just there. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah, no, I I don't. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely look forward to keep that budget low because that keeps the studios out of you know trying to get a good movie made you know it's like just we don't need to hear your ideas fox just let us let us make the movie and because you know you get more money that's what usually happens the studio is like oh we get to chime in now yeah as long as the studio can stay out of things yeah it seems to be better with this movie it's like just distribute and shut up yeah you know you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) most time that's uh that's the case but just collect your check and go yeah yeah right (laughs) right just leave the money at the door and we'll take care of it yeah exactly uh moving on of course to um another uh, big studio disney um the marvel disney netflix deal is uh is over it's um that was quick yeah it was <laughs> they you know i think they made this deal maybe a year ago or so yeah. i mean they always kind of had a deal with them but they renewed it like a year ago and civil wars out there and mm-hmm. doctor strange and um, you know other other shows, uh, Agents of Shield and all that, but yeah, Disney's going to end the deal with Netflix. The reason why is that they are starting their own streaming service, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to begin the uh, 2019 calendar year. Okay. So uh, older releases such as the ones that are out there now, uh, it's uncertain if they're going to stay on or if they're going to be a part of this new streaming service. Disney bought Bam Tech. And it's okay. a streaming tech and marketing service. And I guess ESPN is going to utilize the same service. That's the one thing that has me the most excited mm-hmm. because I'm tired of asking for people for their, you know, direct TV passwords. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just so I can watch Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, if they can find a way to, because I know ESPN's hurting and I know this isn't comic book news, but if they can find a way to, uh, to have a streaming service. Yeah. Cable's going to go downhill. I, I And I think... If every program would hop onto something like that, mm-hmm. cable would be done. Yeah, no, I agree because it's like you get to choose what you want. Well, yeah, you know? that's everyone's just it. got these streaming services. So, yeah, I think sports is sports is like the last hurrah for cable. I think yep. because minute that can go to streaming, it, goodbye. Yeah, I mean, the whole I, base is out. You know, I, I paid 150 bucks a month and mm-hmm. I got four channels that I wanted. Yeah. And the rest was all infomercials and a lot of channel surfing. Yep. Or it's down, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, crap. But they'll in turn get you with the internet, though. Oh, of course. That's what the catch is going to be. You know, you have to have the high speed internet. Yep. But still, I I think streaming's uh, definitely a way to go. Unfortunately, it's going to, I think, um, I see more studios doing this streaming service. You know, it makes sense to me. Uh, Netflix is becoming mostly, they're having their own programming. So Mm -hmm. they, probably don't really need all these movies these studios i guess if they you know all go their separate ways but it's a gamble to the studios as well uh i could see it really hurting you know like rental stores you know things like that but yeah i don't know i i'm not surprised disney's you know going this route they uh they have quite a bit of uh money so Mm -hmm. um (laughs) do you think they're gonna take the movies off of there because i'm assuming like the marvel is owned by disney yes right so and so is Star Wars. So they're gonna take, so. Mm. Okay, yeah, because I was I was watching uh, 
I've been into those little series like Iron Fist, you know, the Defenders. Yeah. Oh, dropping. those yeah. are those are different though okay. because that's um because they're Netflix series. So I think that's how those will stick. Right, but yeah. but oh, it's still okay. characters owned by right are Marvel characters. So yeah. I, I don't know how that works. Yeah. I think Disney only has rights over X Men. I could be wrong. Like a particular comic book issue, mm-hmm. I, 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 my personal curiosity is going to make me research this. So, but yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know what they were going to take off the show, or what shows they're going to take off of there. It's uh, it's still uncertain, but I see the Netflix shows sticking because they're Netflix shows. If they do other characters, it's going to be up to Disney. Maybe Netflix will have to ask permission, but I think those should be grandfathered in. Uh, the Agents of Shield, for instance, I'm not sure if that they'll they'll stay on or not. I hope so, because you know Marvel TV, Marvel or MCU, they're they're quite different. But yeah, they're all owned by Disney. So, and like I said, Star Wars. So right now you got Rogue One out there uh, on Netflix. I I think everything that's out there now will stay for a while. But yeah, after the new releases come 2019, those will go on uh, to that so stream. You think you think what's there is going to stay there? I think so you for know, now. Like, yeah, yeah, because Doctor Strange is on there right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Civil yeah. War, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think Hellboy is still on there. They put they reissued it, like re mm-hmm. reposted it. I think Hellboy's on there. I, why no one ever shows Hellboy two? It's always Hellboy one. Yeah, anyway, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. That's weird. One everywhere. I rarely get to see <laughs> Hellboy Two, and Hellboy Two is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah no, I, I like it more than I like one. Yeah, but, same here. Same here. Uh, they kind of fix things, you know. And because uh, I'm like, I'm into some of these shows. I'm like going through Iron Fist right now. Finish the Luke Cage. Uh, I've, I've been bouncing around because there's other shows I've been watching too. Mm. So then I got Iron Fist, and I had to do Daredevil, and then I. Obviously, Jessica Jones. Of course, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going. I'm actually going in the opposite order. I think, or just yeah, that's fine. Between the two. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I think uh, Daredevil was the first one. Oh uh, yeah, I love so, it. Yeah, I'd be sad if they start taking these shows off of Netflix. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't see them doing that uh, just because they're Netflix shows, unless. Um, Disney just doesn't allow them to go any further, you know. Yeah, um, you got Defenders coming out and stuff. So, and a Punisher show that's coming. So I think it's mostly just Disney, big Disney movies, I think, are the targeted uh, ones for the streaming service. We have some time. <laughs> Maybe they'll need more time to tweak their, their service. It could be, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's Disney, so <laughs> it could go either way, I guess. But <laughs> that's the problem, though, when one company owns, like, everything. It's a yeah. monopoly, then, almost. And it's like, well, if you want to see this stuff, you, you know, you got to pay our service or, you know, go buy it yourself. Before we put it back in the vault. I hate that stupid thing they do. <laughs> yeah, well, I get it. I yeah. mean, it's a marketing ploy. Oh, I know. I know. They have the power, that's for sure. Um, Does Disney really have that many movies that they could put on a streaming device? Yeah, do I they? think so. I haven't really been too pleased with their deal right now on Netflix. Like, they have movies out there that just aren't... They have Mighty Ducks. That's cool. I, that's I, a I, great I movie. That. Yeah, I dig that. But yeah, they also have these other ones, and I'm like, Ugh, they're just not that good. <laughs> you know? It's going to be like Crackle, where it's like one or two movies that you really want. Yeah. I'm glad you don't have to pay for it, but right, it's there. <laughs> Sony's version of streaming service. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, speaking of Marvel, of course, uh, Venom that's still developing with um, Sony. They uh, yeah, yeah. You're excited about that. 
Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, everything about that is excellent. Uh, I, I hope they can find a way to affiliate it with uh, the current actor that's playing Spider-Man, but we'll see what happens with that. But Venom alone, that character, yeah. I, are they going to make him more... I, I wonder if they're going to make him like an anti-hero. I think I can yeah. see them doing that because he's kind of he's kind of center stage so far. Spider Man is not going to be in this. It's separate. It's, that doesn't make any sense though. That, I know it doesn't. That's but. how Venom forms is after he hits Spider Man. Yeah, I I don't know. They're uh, gonna have to do like maybe kind of like a Bruce Wayne maybe losing do a his parents to him. Yeah, maybe it might not be the actor that plays Spider Man. They may just have like a scene with a Spider Man like character. You know, they did that in uh, Suicide Squad to an oh, extent. Yeah. Uh, no, but it wasn't that. That was Affleck, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it was. Uh, it was. Suicide Squad. I'm just saying there's a reference. I, I would see it as well. Yeah, I think there should be a, a reference. I think a clever way they could do it maybe is uh, you see like uh, an alleyway. There's shadows of someone trying to pull this off them, you know, and they finally get it pulled off. That's the symbiont or whatever you call it so you basically were seeing a uh shadow of spider-man trying to get rid of this thing and he got rid of it and then this thing left this alleyway or whatever and found eddie brock's gonna be the guy who plays him right the character in the movie i mean that is venom okay that is venom isn't it yeah because i think flash thompson's been venom too so i i i know that well he's the first official venom Eddie Brock is? Yeah. Okay. So yep. that, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I agree with you about reference. I think they could do a clever thing where you don't see Spider-Man, but you kind of get a hint or like I said, what? shadows, whatever, you know. Let's pause for a second. Why did Spider-Man get rid of that? That's always played on my mind. I've never said that and really expressed that to anyone. Why did he get rid of the symbiote? It made him faster, stronger, more. Mm. Uh, well, oh, uh, they used to be alive. I yeah. get it. <laughs> but the black, the black suit was awesome. Yes, and he had it as a suit. Whereas Eddie Brock, it was a part of him. It was like his his body armor. It was him. Mm-hmm. Spider Man could take it off. You know, right? But it did it was it, a part of his suit. It did affect him and mentally, I, though, didn't it? Spider Man didn't in it? some it, ways. It just raised his raises testosterone. He's on steroids, basically. <laughs> and that's really what it was. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> he was more confident. Yeah. He was super confident. He would, you know, yeah. he would <laughs> his mind if he was talking to someone. I mean, he, he just made, he was on steroids. He was he was a meathead. He had terrible, uh, terrible uh, back acne. And uh, <laughs> why couldn't he just like on days when he was kind of lazy, just create another suit and just have the red suit for when he, you know, really didn't need his super strength. And then when when times yeah. called for it, just don the venom suit. I, I see. I see a, a marquee of uh, big letters: Spider Man Three. And then you hear a scream, no! And then that's when it shows him ripping off the insimiate. And then there you go. That's your reference. It's, a, it's the same studio, so they can get away with it. 
and it's it's fun. It's like it's like breaking the fourth wall, you know. Well, you know, and Tobey Maguire could do it. Pretty much. Oh, I gosh. mean, he's not even officially <laughs> Spider-Man anymore. Why doesn't he? They, they said Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield could come back. I yeah, mean, I mean, I don't know. I, this is weird, but are they gonna bring? Are they gonna bring back Tobey Maguire? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I could have Venom kill him as uh, as Uncle Ben. He could now be the new Uncle Ben. Oh, <laughs> can they? Little. Can they kill him when he's trying to be all slick? Can they kill him in that dance club when he's trying to be all slick? He's got his emo hair. The great great power comes great when he's sponsored. Uncle Ben. That's the subtext. Well, I think we figured it out. We should uh, tell Sony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sony. If you do any of this, you owe us a check, man. If you do any of this, Sony, yeah. you owe us a check, bro. Yeah. yeah We've mastermind this right now. Uncle Ben comes back from the grave. Write this down. And it's on. I, I want to see it. Pick a little Kung Fu Fury with it, and it's over. It's, it's going to be the greatest have him have Uncle Ben carrying around a DVD of Spider Man Three, and he yeah. points a gun to him and says, "No more!" And then there you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. We, we figured it exactly. out. Exactly. Don't worry about I, 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 Tom Holland. It's okay. No. Yeah, man. Um, as for Venom, Tom Hardy to me is like the new great actor of this modern time right now. Yeah. Like to me, Tommy. Tom Hardy's excellent actor. Oh, for sure. Excellent. Yeah, he uh, can do I'm, anything. I'm surprised he hasn't won ten Oscars yet. He, yeah, he is everything that I would say I look for in an actor. And um, mm-hmm. for sure, I, I I critique actors in a certain way. And so, like to me, the gold is between someone between Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington, but. Um, Tom Hanks might be edging him out. I mean, to go from a guy who's slowly dying of AIDS mm-hmm. and fighting a court case because he's homosexual to a guy who's right under the mark of being mentally challenged yeah, and <laughs> running around the country. Yeah. And I don't think of Tom Hanks as the man in Philadelphia or the man in um, mm-hmm. our Forrest Gump. So that's becoming the character. Tom Hardy does that. Yeah. Like, uh, if you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, Bronson, he nails oh, that's, it. That's a good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other movie, um, Legend, where he plays twin brothers. Sweet. He's playing, they, I guess they were real guys in uh, the UK in the 60s. And they were the first gangsters of the UK. Okay. And they were twin brothers. And the two brothers do have their own personality, yeah. and he's nailing it. Casting him was brilliant for Sony because yeah. before that, if they didn't have a big star, this just wouldn't be interesting to me. I'd be very worried. I still kind of am, but there's getting they're getting a lot more people on board. Uh, they're talking about um, Riz Ahmed. He was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. He might be playing Carnage or Matt Smith from Doctor Who. He played uh, Darth Vader's grandson. No, no, he was um, he was the. I'm trying to think of his face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had see. the beard. Uh, he had the beard and the ponytail in Rogue One. He was the the pilot that 
that uh, became, oh. you know what I'm talking about? He went to go see, um, okay. uh, oh gosh, what's his character's name? But anyway, he got that squid thing that mind melded with him, whatever. That character, he's the pilot. He's the pilot that um, rebelled from the dark side in uh, Rogue One. So that's that's the actor. And he's done some other great things. But yeah, they're talking about him being Carnage, possibly, or Matt Smith. If they if they include Carnage, it has to be R-rated. There's no way around oh, it. Oh, yeah, and they, they, are, they are going for an R-rated movie. I was going to say, there's no way around it. I, I will refuse to see the movie if it's not R-rated, <laughs> yeah. if it's Carnage in it. No, I think, yeah. I, I, think yeah. I think they're just like, you know, Logan went the R-rated route, and Deadpool, like, let's just do it. And I don't know if the budget's going to be huge. It's Sony, and, you know, they might try to play it safe a little bit, but I know for sure they're trying to do an R-rated movie. And actually, uh, Ruben Flesher, I think that's his name, he directed Zombieland. He's going to be directing this, so... Yeah, it's got a lot of potential to it, and it's supposed to come out October 5th, 2018, so I'm sure there's a lot of screen tests right now in the costume, and it might even be CG, who knows? I don't know if they'll do like a Deadpool route, Spider-Man route, or it'll be interesting how they do it. <laughs> I'm sure it's not going to be like Spider-Man 3. They're going to try and get away from that <laughs> a little yes, bit. <laughs> please. Also got some Justice League news. We all know that Snyder, he took um, time off. You know, he left the project because he had a family tragedy. And Joss Whedon has taken over film and reshoots. But new reports are stating that uh, it's actually becoming more um, extensive. Like, the tone of the movies appears to be a little dark for their liking. Mm -hmm. So Whedon's kind of making some tonal shifts in the movie. So, you know, in the end, they might actually share a dual credit for directing, it looks like. Oh, cool. Now, you know, I know we get a lot of uh, rumors from these sites, but there's an actual actor in the movie, uh, Joe Morton. He plays Dr. Um, Cilius Stone, I believe. He's Cyborg's dad. He said in an interview that Joss Whedon has um, been changing the tone of the movie, specifically with the betrayal of the once stoic Cyborg. And he knows that Ray uh, Fisher, you know, who plays Cyborg, mm -hmm. they're adjusting his character in terms of the tone they were going for before. He heard that the studio wanted to lighten up the film, felt it was too dark, and they are going to accomplish this by doing the reshoots. I don't know how close this movie was to be done before, you know, his family tragedy happened. doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, we didn't such a big director... And, you know, I think in the end, yeah, it'll definitely be a dual collaboration. It might actually make for a great film, you know? Well, you have somebody that's taken such a a popular culture of Marvel mm -hmm. and an upbeat feel to it. And, um, you know, you can add a little bit of lightness to the, to the whole theme. I mean, even Batman with Tim Burton wasn't totally dark. It mm -hmm. didn't have the, the dread even the new Batman brings, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's just a balancing act, I think. Sure. You know, um, a lot of people say Avengers was too safe, more dark tones in the sequel. So I think it's just a perfect balancing act. And I think Snyder was just trying to convey real a lot of realism mm -hmm. in this movie. Like, I think Cyborg was supposed to be very serious. Like, he's coming to terms with being mostly machine now. Yeah. Which I think it's a great way to uh, deal with it like you want a little seriousness with that stuff but yeah it's uh, hard to say you know this might his character might suffer from this change i don't know I, but i get though you can't you don't have enough time for him to really 
be emo about his situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, go kick some ass. Like, this is Justice League. We can't have, you know, 30 minutes of you trying to come to terms with your condition. And you can add some more humor to The Flash. I mean, The Flash has always been kind of a comic relief in the whole Justice League, yeah. too. Well, and so. he already is. Uh, yeah. Here's he already is. Uh, he's got the humor of the movie, which, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing. We kind of had a discussion like this a while back, me and you, uh, mm-hmm. briefly. I think that um, DC tries too hard sometimes to keep it in the real world. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Marvel really understands I'm making a comic book movie and it's comic books. And it's supposed to be embellished and and and, and fantasy and surreal and you know. Um outside of Batman, all the other characters in DC, you know, they have these, you know, amazing abilities. And uh Batman, you can keep it in the real world. I think if they play up on certain things, on their powers a little more, it seems like they're trying to always try to relate to the real world, yet you're battling in places that don't exist, like Metropolis or Gotham. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't... It, 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 it's weird to me sometimes uh, with the DG, uh, DC franchise. They, uh, they're really focused on being like, how do I make this realistic? How do I sell this to the public? Whereas I think the public understands it's a comic book. Right. Um, again, I, I'll say again, outside of Batman, Batman, you kind of have to be realistic. Uh, Tony Stark for Marvel, you kind of have to be realistic. But you have a character, you have an actor like Tommy. De- uh, um, Robert Downey um, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. I don't know why it just slipped my mind. <laughs> okay. like Robert Downey Jr. He's, he's, you know, charismatic as hell. Like, he he brought Tony Stark to life. So you love the character of Tony Stark, so he's already his own comic relief. He's already his own, you know, he has mm-hmm. a good presence. Um, as for the new Justice League, um, I've been watching just about every trailer that's came out. I think, uh, yes, The Flash is Barry Allen, right? Uh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. I'm slightly more Marvel than I am DC. Mm-hmm. Um Barry Allen, like, yeah, he is a definite comic relief. From my understanding, they're trying to kind of mimic what's going on with Marvel. They're trying to rival it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to build up to get in the dark side to match Thanos. But I, I just, I, I guess with, with DC, it's just kind of like, I want more fantasy out of them. Mm-hmm. I, I would like that out of them. And I think when you add in more fantasy, it, it makes it easier of a cushion to start um, getting more humor involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like uh, they did a pretty decent job in Suicide Squad. Now, I know people have mixed emotions about that movie, but the whole situation where uh, what's the guy who was the prison guard? who comes to see Deadshot, that actor. Oh, right. Because yeah. I think it's a little loaf, and it's got some sketty, and he's, you know, he's silly, and he's, you giving, he's giving you a rundown of all the prisoners um, yep. when Deadshot's shooting the gun, and have, they just have a little more humor. Mm-hmm. Like, the villains in it, they can have more humor. Plus, I think that, as I'm not very good with DC, so 
it's not against DC. I love DC. It's just I'm not I'm not as well versed in it. Mm-hmm. But I think DC needs to play up their villains more. They have excellent villains. Marvel has sick heroes. Marvel's heroes are so good. They had to make a movie with the heroes fighting each other. <laughs> that's how that's how good Marvel's heroes are. Mm-hmm. Like DC had to do something similar with their villains with Suicide Squad, but that <laughs> yeah. wasn't their cream of the crop villains. Right. Yeah. Minus the Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm saying DC has the villains and like really start bringing those villains to the forefront and, 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 and make bad be good. Like, mm-hmm. like make a movie about the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Make it, <laughs> yeah. Make it, you know, I mean, that's what Leto wanted to do. And I know that seems like it goes against the grain you can have the hero save the day. I, I understand the format of writing uh, a movie, you know, because you always have to have the hero, you have to have the antagonist. Blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. But DC has those villains. If they used more of them, they're, they're really trying to be this hero thing. Superman's so over, he's so fucking overpowered. It's just like <laughs> yeah. hard for people to. Mm-hmm. The level he's got super hearing, like he can sit here in my room and hear uh, uh, a bee scratch his butt in Africa. It's, <laughs> like it's, it's it's stupid. Like yeah, it, 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 I'm not. I mean, it's just overpowered. I get it. They have to find a way to make it where people want to watch them more. I think Justice League is trying to do good just because it's a comic book movie. I'm, I'll be surprised by the true people that are into the comic book if they're in love with it or not. Right. I'll be surprised. Well, and all this is... Especially the director change, too, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to be different. Can't really mimic what the other director is trying. You know, I mean, you can try, but, you know, yeah, you got to do more yeah. extensive reshoots. It's like, you got to just do your own thing with mm-hmm. those, I think. It'll be a struggle uh, when it comes out. People will be like, "Oh, we didn't saved it," or you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, I don't think e- I don't think each of them will get equal like praise <laughs> for their. Like, part if they of the went movie. both in on it together, it might be different. But now, yeah, that, yeah. right, but yeah, this whole this whole darkness at WB's, uh, you know, blame the Dark Knight. As great as that film was, I remember at the time they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make a Superman movie like this now," and I was like, "What? No, mm. he's not dark." And hold up, Man of Steel's great, but. You could tell they were going a little dark with it, you know. No. Um, it wasn't as light as people would probably want it to be. I think that's something they ha- they haven't learned yet. Is like you can't make everything dark night. You got to have a little. And it sounds like they they know that now because they want this Justice League movie to be a little brighter than it is. You know, dark and depressing is probably not going to be a. If you they know. want to compete, if they want to compete, they got to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, yep. even though they'll get labeled now, as copying Marvel, but yeah, it's fine. So what? If yeah. they ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Uh, what's the the guy's name that plays Superman now? I don't know the actor's Henry name. Henry Cavill? That dude is the first Superman that doesn't smile. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That dude doesn't smile. I, I he, When he goes into the courthouse, he's, he's serious. When he goes to the low, lowest in the movie, he's serious. He, he's never smiling. 
He's the well, he's got the look. Yeah. But he doesn't smile. He's the most depressed Superman <laughs> we've ever had. Well, I think that's what they're using for this. Um, you know, he's he's died in the last movie. Spoilers. <laughs> I think they're using this. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. he's, he's coming back and he's going to be the Superman everybody wants. So I think he's. It kind of sucks he had to die to become that. You know, yeah. it's like that was convenient. <laughs> you got to you know? die to be be smiling now. Yeah, like right. Happy to live again. <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm just saying, go back and watch all of his movies. You might get a smirk. You might get a smirk. <laughs> yeah, but you're Superman right. Is, he, Superman is happy go lucky dude, and he's always going to. You have to piss him off which is extremely hard to do to make him frown. Mm-hmm. This Superman is pissed off about everything. I got x-ray vision. Grr. I got, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> like he's angry about everything. Yeah. I'm not even an earthling. Grr. No, yeah. You know, like I, I get angry. it. Yeah. 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 No, I, he's I, the depressed Superman. I think definitely the Man of Steel could be forgiven for that, or maybe the first half. But yeah, you're right. He's got to crack a smile. But a lot of people are like, well, <laughs> a lot of people are like, he's just not Superman yet, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, if you look at Man of Steel, he just became Superman. He's taken in all this stuff. Like, I get, I get it, though. He could have more of a sense of humor. He's so damn serious, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, I think they're I gonna... like you, Josh, because you have compassion. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nice guy. Like, you gotta work. Give him a chance to become Superman. Like, like you know, he just realized, you know, he's the symbol of hope. He's just, uh, I, I get it. it. I just, I have a higher standard for Superman. Like, how he's portraying Superman is how Marvel should portray Sentry. Ooh. Oh, I think what, Sentry is like a drunk. Or something. He's like a depressed drunk, mm-hmm. and his only weakness is his own mind. He's the Marvel equivalent of Superman. Okay. So uh, he's a character. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So like Marvel, he's a character. I don't know if most, some people know who Sentry is. Some don't. But he's pretty much Superman for Marvel. Gotcha. And he gets his powers from a super serum. He's got the powers of a ten thousand. He can release a blast of like 10,000 suns exploding or something, Jeez. something ridiculous like that. <laughs> He's, but it's a match Superman, uh-huh. but he was like, a, he just found a super serum or something. I I, I don't remember the story mm-hmm. 100%. So if anyone hears this, it's like, this dude's way off point. So be it. I'm sorry, but I think it's like <laughs> he found it or he came upon it. Yeah. And he's, He's, I think he's like a drunk, depressed. Uh, he might have been a heroin addict. I don't know. Right. I, I just know he would. That that guy probably shouldn't smile. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to be strung out on something, and now are used to be an alcoholic, and now I can fly to go get my liquor. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it sounds like he's like, hey, like Hancock. Kind of like Hancock. Yeah. Like Hancock, he can not smile. Right. Superman is Mr. Mr. Go Lucky. He's like, I'm happy. Like, yay. <laughs> so Batman and Cyborg are the only two that don't have to smile. Cyborg, because he's, high, you know, uh, half 
half robotic, I could see him being very cerebral and mm-hmm. stoic. Right. And uh, and chilled out. Wonder Woman. Let's just be real. She's hot. But. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that they have to kill him to make Superman who we who we uh, want him to be. So they they make him that way, then... It looks like there's some um, promo stills of him smiling. So let's start a GoFundMe page. Make Superman smile. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give him a balloon. Exactly. I, I, you got me. I'm so bro. Like, Give him a balloon. <laughs> send him a pony with a little girl on it, and be like, "Hey, Superman! This little girl was what's wrong, Superman? You know, like, like help the guy out." I, I, I've been yeah. watching. I, I I I watch movies like that, and I, I I watch little details like that. I'm just that dude. Yeah, and I'm just like this dude does not smile. <laughs> kind of like when Katie Holmes. Yeah, is probably to me the best Superman on film. Mm. Yeah, even though he was in a cheesy time, but he's the standard. Yeah, and that guy was always smiling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's the Adam West of Superman, but he was the man. You know, mm. to me, to this day, I mean, what other Superman can you really say? I don't, I never really got into Smallville, so I don't know enough about that. To me, like uh, Clark and Lois, I never, eh, I never got into all that. But Superman, uh, Christopher Reeves is the standard on film. I think and, Cavell could be probably the best if he could just harness the sense of humor, you know, like we, we need. But other than that, he's, to me, he's like a, He's like a roided out Christopher Reeves. Like mm-hmm. they look a lot alike. Like I think the casting's great, and I know he can act. So yeah, just put a smile on him, and you know, don't make him too happy go lucky. Yeah. You know, I think like I said, it's a balancing act. So you know, um, yeah. Simple Superman is that cheesy guy. He's got to give him. A, he, he gets a little wiggle room. He's not technically human. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, his his symbol is hope. You know, right? That S on his chest stands for hope. I mean, he's maybe Kryptonians are very optimistic. You know, like who knows? But I, I, I know it's something small, and most people don't look at it like that. But I think that makes a big difference for yeah. his character. No, I agree. I, I really yeah. do. My mom's not dying to go see. Oh, this that movie. You don't smile. <laughs> I don't be, think my mom's gonna go and be Justice League. Yeah, because the dude doesn't smile. I really do. <laughs> I think I always put in the mom factor. Would my mom listen to this? Would my mom watch this? Yeah, and anything I do. If your mom's into it, you know it's good. <laughs> that could be a hell of an advertisement for McDonald's for their Happy Meals. Have Superman just be him, you know, be bummed out and. He gets a toy and he just cracks a smile and <laughs> that would be the end of the commercial. Yeah, it just needs to go to black from there. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> all, I mean, Hope. Even all the advertisements, the posters. He's just standing there stoic as hell. I'm like, you're Superman, bro. You could kill everybody if you wanted to. You could kill everyone. No one could stop you. No one on earth could stop you. No one. And you got that kind of power, and and you're like, if I had that kind of power, I would just be like, you know, yeah, you, you guys really are my bitch, you know. I'm, sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything to you, but yeah. you really are, right? 
Yeah. Tony and human, come on. I know. Get how it works. I know. You, you saw Zog. You saw General Zog. Yeah. And I snapped his neck. Yeah. <laughs> that was baller. Superman killing someone. Yeah. Was wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Came on. I gave him that. I guess what you were saying, Josh. I gave him that wiggle room in Man of Steel. Yeah. He, was, he became that guy, right? Because he had to become that guy. So, but by the time Batman versus Superman, I was like, "Well, he knows who he is." I mean, they made the statue of him by now. Yeah, false god and all that. Right. You know, right? So by then, he has to know. Okay, well, if I put on a smile, maybe they'll like me more. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the eight hundred million dollar mistake. But, no smile. <laughs> public, public relations. You know, yeah. he doesn't. I'm sorry I'm ranting about, like, Superman. It's, no, that's fine. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't right. to throw everything off track. No, it's fine. Just, yeah. That, he's, he's the most. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. They're going to, I mean, they're going to. Certain character to me. They have the best opportunity right now to fix yep. those problems. And if they don't, then. I don't know what the hell's wrong with them, but yeah, they got a perfect opportunity to do it. So yeah, maybe he's just happy to be alive again, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be happy now. I, I deserve that because I was dead. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a swing and say, if they're playing it smart in the way that it looks like they're doing it, mm-hmm. I think they're not gonna even have Superman show up until like near the end of the movie. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are thinking that seen, too. Obviously, I haven't seen the movie. I, I mean, think he's just going to be there for the last 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, like, I, I think so, too. Really, yeah. I think they're trying to establish the other characters before they even get towards Superman. You know, a lot of people probably are not going to like that. But again, I don't want it rushed, him coming back, because there could be really some good uh, storytelling there yeah. or reasoning why he's coming back. Not just like, oh, he's back, you know, just really no explanation. So... You know, it would suck, but you don't want a five-hour movie right now. You know, no. you need to keep it a little short. They have an ability to do that over there at DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman, yeah. Superman thing. Right. Ten hours later, remember Martha? Martha? <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Your mom's name is Martha? I'm not going to kill you? <laughs> trying to kill me with some kryptonite? <laughs> We share the same name. Is, is it both of their moms are named Martha? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm pissed off at a guy and he says, because remember Juana, my mother's name is Juana, and I'm like, I will. After I, <laughs> 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 I will. Goodbye. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? Finishing the job with my extra vision, bro. Like, they got nothing to do with it. Like, I, I, I'll call my mom. At, mom, I had to kill Batman. Like, oh, well. You <laughs> making me low? Great. Like, my way. You know, it doesn't take me very long to get to Kansas City from here. Right. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Remember Martha? Like, that movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys opened up another door in me with this DC thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll oh. definitely need to get your uh, reaction to Justice yes. when it comes out. Yep. <laughs> it's sure. just so many things that it makes zero sense in there. I, I know. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, I, 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 last thing I'll say about it, like another franchise, like the Matrix franchise, mm-hmm. 
So, Matrix 2 was my favorite movie of the Matrix franchise. Mm-hmm. So, Reloaded was awesome. But, they had to put this weird rave scene in there of dancing in Zion. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I that was the weirdest thing ever. What? Wait, why? And why is it 20 minutes long? <laughs> yeah. I've never said I in the like movie. I like Morpheus too. You never yeah. seen it? I like Morpheus too. Yeah. Yeah. He just did the speech and now they're dancing to Zion. <laughs> they could have made that thing like 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, and I've never like, said. Oh, they're dancing to Zion. <laughs> so the same thing he did in, 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 in uh, Batman versus Superman. He's like seeing Lois and he's just getting home from work. Why Superman has to work is still ridiculous to me. But he's getting home from work, and she's taking a bath, and he gets in the bathtub with his clothes on. Like, huh? Why are you doing that? Like, you don't need to do that. You know, you're Superman. You're fucking fit, bro. You're fit. You look great. Pretty sure you have a super everything. Well, you know, <laughs> there's a backstory there. You know, you know, the first Man of Steel, he's finding his way. You know, had all these jobs. I think he probably was a stripper at one point, and he just likes to tease. So <laughs> that's what it was all about. You know, <laughs> that's that's fan fiction I just made up. So there you go. <laughs> Superman oh, backstory. This <laughs> dark now, period. Now we know why he doesn't smile. Comic book. <laughs> Superman is strip years. Superman is stripper years. Or better yet, he was a porn star. You know, he's just getting the job. <laughs> magic, magic Mike edition. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like he's hovering, he's hovering over chicks, slapping them with his super dick. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, that's great. That's be, that. Yeah. Yep. Good writing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's free, Warner Brothers. It's free for uh, people who want <laughs> it. The hey, lost they're going to steal so many ideas today. We already know it. <laughs> yeah, Warner, exactly. Um, just put the check in the mail. Yeah, and we're we're all happy. Right, Just right. Put the check in the mail. Well, okay. uh, sorry, Josh. No, that's no okay. Track. No, oh, no, my no, part, bro. no. Hey, it's all it's all good. It's all good. Um, I apologize. On this note, I have to go. I I drive for a limo company part time, so I sincerely apologize. I I don't mean to throw anything off, but I got to no, go. You're fine. Uh, they called me in early, so you're great, brother. Uh, very nice meeting you, Juan. I hopeful uh, hopefully we'll have you back on here shortly. Um, loved and enjoyed talking to you. So you guys take care. Same to you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, bud. Thanks, man. Yep. You know, Hellboy, they're remaking that. I don't know if you heard. David. Uh, no, I didn't know. You didn't know that? Yeah, they, they're revamping Hellboy again. Uh, they rejected the Hellboy 3 concept because Del Toro wanted a lot of money to tell a, a final epic story. So, yeah, they're just going to reboot it. And they got uh, David Harbour, who is a up, up and coming big actor. He was on Stranger Things. He played the sheriff. I don't know if you've seen that show, but he's he's a big guy. He's a tall guy, and yeah, he. I think he'll make a good Hellboy. He's got a, he's got a good face, and he's kind of he's gotten um, Ron Perlman's blessing. Even though you know Perlman was bummed about the news, of course, uh, I was too. I really thought they should have made the third one just to close out the trilogy and then then reboot. You know, but. They've uh, casted uh, Ian McShane to play his, his father, his adopted father, Professor Broom. That character was previously played by the late, great John Hurt. The title has changed as well. They were going to call it Hellboy, Rise of the Blood Queen. 
now it seems they're just going to settle with Hellboy, which I don't know why they're doing that because, you know, it kind of contradicts the other Hellboy, you know? So they're going to call it the same thing. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, kind of confused about. But uh, last I knew, Mila. That's creative. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> they should just call it Hellboy Rebooted or something. I don't know. Might as well. Uh, what's, what's the guy you said is going to play him? David Harbour. Oh, okay. I remember him. Okay, I see. I, I, I had to look him up. He's got that. He's got the face. Yeah. For it. Yeah, I think he could really pull it off. I, I, I see him playing Hellboy. So it's not, a, it's not a terrible choice at all. You know, he's a younger guy, so that helps. Perlman's in his sixties now, so probably can't do a lot of stunts. <laughs> you know, Mila Djokovic is that how you say her name from the Resident Evil movies. She, I oh, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think she is going to yeah. play the uh, Blood Queen. So it's not a terrible casting okay. there either. Um, this will be an R-rated film as well. I like that. Yeah. I think all good movies should be R-rated. R-rated. <laughs> Just because mm. there's no holding back. You know, when you're censoring yourself, I, I don't believe in putting stuff in there just because I can put it in there. But I'm saying, like, if you have a vision in your head and someone says, you know, hey, this is my vision, and I... I have to have this type of scene done this type of way. Right. And so it says, yeah, but we need you to kind of not say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah you can say it like this, you know, there's I, a movie uh, called the doors. You ever see it, the, the band of doors they have a movie called the doors. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, but, uh, uh, they're on the Ed Sullivan show. And, the producer comes back and he's like, Hey guys, love to have you. You guys are great. Saw your new hit. Uh, light my fire. He's like, I was wondering, and all the other execs were curious, if you could turn that line from, uh, girl, we can't get you much, get much higher to, uh, girl, we can't get much better. That'd be great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's like, and he walked away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and then the band goes into their random, like, oh, why are we going to compromise it? But Jim Morrison uh, <laughs> obviously gave them the middle finger and said it anyways, which was <laughs> racy as hell in that time period. Right, like, yeah. Balls. Kudos to him. I, yeah. I, I love people that push the boundaries. Uh, yeah. The same thing I would say with uh, R-rated. Like, it's not that I have to go out and start saying curse words and mm-hmm. and slapping old ladies through the whole movie. I'm just <laughs> I'm just basically saying like when you censor yourself you're pausing you you you're, you're taking something away. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, no, yeah, I, I get that. And I think that's what we had with Todd and Spawn when we were talking about Spawn earlier. Same thing with Todd. Yeah. Uh, he probably with that first Spawn he was just like, You guys are killing me here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you yeah. That's nothing like what I was trying to go for. If the source material is R-rated itself, I definitely believe in, like, you should keep it R-rated. But, yeah, don't make something R-rated just because you want it to be, I guess. Like, it has to merit it to me, you know? Like, the the material. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, the material. Because otherwise, it just it seems um, juvenile, I guess. Just, you know, it's like you're a kid. Like, oh, I'm going to curse, you know? And, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, there's really nothing behind what you're saying. You're just saying it you know or showing it whatever but 
I think a lot of these new movies will take that approach, I hope. You know, I hope it merits it. Um, you know, like another one, I don't know if you've seen the 2012 Dread movie came out and starred uh, Carl mm. Urban. That was a rated R uh, mm. retelling. No, but I have to. You do? I mean, it, it, it was like, it was one of those things that went under the radar for me. I knew it existed. And then every time I was like attempting to go and watch it, something else would distract me. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like, I didn't know it existed. It's just, and I don't know how the, the promotion of that movie went because I remember it was like, you judge, uh, just dread. Get just dread now on video. <laughs> yeah. What? It was just hard to market. I think it's a dark and gritty movie. A lot of people didn't like the Stallone Judge Dredd movie, you know. You know, you have that going against it. It's just it's uh, gathered a lot of fans from home video. It's a it's a cult classic and cult classic. Yeah, a lot of people have been wanting a sequel made, but a lot of stalling, you know. Um, I think no- negotiating and the money because the first one didn't make a ton. They have uh, announced months back that they were going to make this uh, Mega City One, which is going to be a TV series, kind of like a interconnecting of the world itself with you know the judges and you know like criminals or side characters. But Carl Urban recently was um, talking about this show, and he said that he is in discussions with them about it, and he told them that if they write the material and give Dread something to do and give him a function. He'll be there, and he'd love to do it. So a lot of people are like, "This is probably the closest we're going to get to our Judge Dread 2. So uh, you know, it makes me more happy for the Mega City One series they're going to do, and I think they could really make it look just like the the 2012 movie did. You know, it was dark and gritty, and had a simple plot. It's just a fun movie. It's um, a lot of people compare it to The Raid. He kind of gets trapped in this big complex, and he has to get himself out of it. Oh. Um, it's really, it's really a good that movie. Yeah, it's it's a simple. No, I'm simple, no, I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. probably watch it today. I, I there's yeah. a ninety nine percent chance I'll probably watch it today. Like, yeah, do uh, that. I I have to see it. Um, just dread. I, I I actually like the Stallone version. I'm that cheesy guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I am the law. You know, I like that. It was it was entertainment. Like those old Stallone and you know like Demolition Man and yeah old. Schwarzenegger movies from the late 80s, 90s. I, I like those movies. They just entertain me. They were built to be that way. I'm not going to mm. take it too serious. You right. Know? Like uh, De- Demolition Man, they had Taco Bell advertisements through the whole freaking movie. I, I yeah. highly know. It, it, it's <laughs> BS. It, 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 yeah, I, I know you're selling me some BS. It's fine. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm a, I came into it not expecting to be enlightened. Mm-hmm. Just dread changed my life. <laughs> it's <not> my life. <laughs> yeah. But this right here sounds like it would be fun. You know, like um, I, I've seen enough previews. I get the gist of it. And you just gave me a better idea of what it's going to be like. So I'm actually really excited to, to see what, how it's, how it's going to go down. Uh, I like the character just dread a lot. Because he's the was he the he's the the judge he's the the law he's the jury he's yep the executioner cop. yep he, he's pretty much your whole judicial system yeah. put together correct yep exactly yep. and yep. one person 
Exactly. Yeah, this new movie, this recent movie is a lot better with the source material, I think. And yeah, yeah, I do have a, a liking to the Stallone one. I, I put it on like a month ago or so just, just to have on, you know, and before I knew it, I watched the whole thing, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's got problems, but it's a product of its times. Um, and, you know, the budget was huge for that movie versus this uh, 2012 uh, budget. You know, his armor is not as... Um, uh, flashy, I guess you would say, but it's also the narrative of the movie. It's a dark world, but it's, it's still cool what they were able to do. You know, he's, he's still on his bike and stuff and he's still got a cool gun that can do all the functions, you know, that Stallone's gun could do. And yeah, it's just a really good movie. And I think this TV show could really be something, you know, these, these, uh, streaming shows now like Netflix and Amazon, they really, they really go there. They're not restricted by the, um, you know, the, the prime time model. So, you know, they can curse and pretty much do all they want to do. So they can definitely mimic what the movie did, special effects wise too, because the movie didn't have a huge budget. I don't think it really worked. It's a great movie. Sometimes you don't need to make, it's been a lot of money. I, I no, think you don't. You can make a lot of something out of nothing. And it requires, uh, the, the, the people that are creating the product to be more creative right. instead of relying on uh, CGI effects, um, certain things like that. Um, one thing I really appreciate, uh, I got to see behind the scenes uh, on the the reboot of, you know, the Star Trek series yeah. started back up. Right. And uh, they were saying the director, I don't know if he, I, he was really gung-ho about creating environment mm-hmm. like putting these little scratches on the ship yeah creating the ship uh instead of trying to make it like something in the background that cgi is put in there and right. like even is just kind of grit mm-hmm. and that there alone is uh impressive to me and it's a very i appreciate that uh someone being an artist sure of course. trying to give you a visual that's realer that that's the kind of real right. that if I wanted, I want that from DC. When we were talking about DC earlier, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Real, like that looks like the streets. That looks like this. That looks mm-hmm. like that. Instead of like you trying to embellish it a little bit, right? It's got a Tim Burton's gotta... a whole different animal. Like, right. There's a Tim Burton thing that yeah, I he has his own universe. He has a signature look. So outside of him, yeah. Like, um, I like that whole, like, idea of approaching it that way. So the fact you're saying they didn't splurge and go crazy with a big budget and it's still, you, would you consider it a good movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, in, that, in, that intrigues me. I'm, 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 in, I'm uh, excited to, to see it because I do like the character Judge Dredd. Now, I know there's a comic book of Judge Dredd. What it who runs that? Who is that? Just some independent comic book company like Spawn, or is it? Yeah, I think under Marvel. Yeah, I I don't know offhand, but yeah, it's not a big company. It's not a Marvel or DC property. I am not sure exactly who ran it, but it's it was like a, yeah, it was its own company long ago, and um, that's basically what uh, that's. I think that's their biggest character from that <laughs> from that company. But yeah, he's not like a DC or Marvel property. He's just kind of, uh, you know, an indie property. I don't know if you would call it that or not, but 
it's really a cool character, and yeah, the movie did did justice to it, I think, and you just have to have a good story, and it, it just kind of did the Deadpool route, except it wasn't as successful. It might have cost a little bit more than Deadpool did, but yeah, it's dark and gritty, and the special effects are pretty good. Yeah, it's just a simple story. It's not like a huge, uh, you know, they're kind of in one location in the movie, so, but it's cool. It's dark. It's very dark. You'll see. It's pretty cool, though. But yeah, that mega series, that mega city one should be pretty damn good, I think, especially if Carl Urban's going to be in it because he did a great job as Dread, and I think uh, you kind of need that connection, you know, at least have him in a few episodes or so, and then you could take him out or whatever, you know, because he's a movie star too, and so he doesn't have a, I don't think he has a, a huge open opening in his schedule, but he might, who knows? I mean, I think he's very passionate about the the character, so. He's kind of like the uh, Hugh Jackman for Dread, maybe. <laughs> I like when certain people establish themselves in certain things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be hard for whoever to become the next Wolverine to establish themselves because Hugh Jackman is 10 plus years deep as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So that's It's going to be big shoes, hard shoes to fill for the next person who takes on the mantle as Wolverine because Hugh Jackman has established that for over 10 years right as right. that character he's wolverine that's the only wolverine we know and he's yeah. you know been consistently good at it in my opinion like and he went out in style logan was might have been one of the best comic book movies ever but it didn't come off like a comic book movie it came off like a real movie it had a lot of emotion and it. it had a lot of realness you saw professor x towards his end which makes me think well no matter what future wolverine goes into (laughs) everyone dies yeah yeah Yeah, like like logan logan was its own it was like a one-off really like it wasn't trying to be an extended universe type of movie it wasn't trying to satisfy canon i guess you could say it was its own thing and i think that's what people really liked about it you know it's kind of it's kind of like a old way of telling a super hero story now it's like they're one-off movies they're not trying to you know set up anything other than just telling a simple story i guess you know and he wanted to go out on top and i think he pulled it off pretty well that was a great movie so yeah i think uh, i think those type of characters need to have those type of movies those stories uh, and you know they can cross over into a a lighter world, let's say, you know, with uh, Wolverine with X-Men, I'm, I'm referring to. But yeah, Wolverine on his own could be just, you know, dark and gritty, like they like they treated it. And uh, it had some humor in it, too. It wasn't all gloom and doom. It had some what? uplifting moments. So, but yeah, I think uh, they're finally harnessing this proper way to tell certain stories for <laughs> darker characters, you know, rather than try and making them something that they're not, you know, like... Like we were talking about earlier, the Spawn and Batman, they're trying to kind of make them similar in a little bit, you know, like, you know, playing it safe, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, like Spawn could have been a lot more darker and grittier. I think with that type of thing, I think studios, because let's be real, studios in general, especially the big ones, your Sony's, your Universal, your, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you could say Disney, Warner Brothers, all these big studios. They see something work, and they're like, oh, that profit, 
that that profited very well. Yeah. All right, we need to do the same thing, and you follow that formula. They do the same thing in music. Oh, that's how the, that's the new hit song. That's the new hit sound. Okay, let's mimic that sound and do it again. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, they're not seeing. They could give a in not all cases, but in a lot of cases, they they can give a damn about the creativity part of it, letting it be what it be. You know, they're just looking for the next way to mimic that to profit off of it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they'll they'll force whatever material is coming. They'll force it to be lined up with uh, what's hot. You know, what's hitting right now and the property will suffer from it. So like you said, it's all about the material and the creativity. You know, if it happens to start um, looking like it could be this or that and actually, you know, makes sense, then I think that's the way to do it. But yeah, you can't force something to, you know, be dark or light, you know, it's kind of just has to uh, kind of be on a certain path and then you can choose, you know, the proper direction it needs to be distributed to the world, you know. I know this is not going to happen, but I think it would be ideal if there was a studio that turned out just comic book movies and it was ran by people who understood comics, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, that's the perfect world. I mean, like, and they're, they're really wanting to to take like, if Comic-Con had its own production studio. Oh, right, yeah. No, hypothetically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kind of approach. Like, um, outside of Marvel and DC, I love Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And I would love for someone to really grasp the those that, that, that world. Mm-hmm. And bring it to the screen. They did it without Toriyami's, uh, I think without his permission back in like the early 2000s. And it was a horrible movie. You know, it had one of those weird, like kind of dance scenes like you would have in like the matrix. And I, I couldn't watch it all. Yeah. I, couldn't I, watch I, it. <laughs> I, I, I haven't saw it from start to finish. I, I can't do it. I, I, I want to, yeah. I, I can't do it. It, right. it. it makes no sense. Like, but and I think Spike from the guy that plays Spike from Buffy and the Vampire Slayer, I think he plays Piccolo, like King Piccolo. But that's oh, really? Story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's the guy. Yeah, I, I can look it up. But I think uh, which was interesting. But <laughs> yeah, like you could tell there was someone saying, "Oh, here's a cash grab, uh, cash grab where I can." I'll take this little franchise I see on TV, this little cartoon, and I'll I'll make it into a movie and make some money off of it. Not really doing the research, the time, uh, putting the effort towards these characters. You know, not giving them mm-hmm. substance. Right. Um, Goku is probably my favorite hero uh, of any franchise of any anything he's probably there it's, it's him the hulk but it's probably goku yeah and um to see him depicted like that uh bothers me so when i when with all these uh new films and things like that i i love what marvel universe is doing with their characters 
I like how they're developing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and different studios like that. So with the whole Judge Dredd thing, you know, like giving someone someone the ability to 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 bring their creativity to the table and understand they're really getting into the character. I don't know how much in this uh the the new Judge Dredd. Uh, oh yeah, Mega City movie. One. Mega City One. Me- Mega City. Yeah. So the Mega City One, I don't know uh how much they go into the storyline of who Judge Dredd is, uh, his backstory mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right. But uh the way you make it sound it sounds like he's he's the man, like he's he's he goes right into the thick of it. Weren't they supposed to revamp Ghost Rider? They kind of did, actually. Um, they used a different Ghost Rider in uh, Agents of Shield last season. It actually, it actually was great. The Agents of Shield got to go on an hour later, so they could go a little darker, not be so family oriented. Not to say they were, but you know they kind of played it safe a little bit. But yeah, this new uh, Ghost Rider was really cool he was like a latino dude and he drove a car that was his um you know his um transportation actually was really good uh the special effects were pretty pretty damn good i think like i watched the first episode of last season and yeah he like takes a dude out and there's like a, a blood splatter all over this car from it and i was like oh man this is different <laughs> That was kind of a light re- reboot. I mean, it was just a different Ghost Rider character, but yeah, I think they've been talking about the Nicolas Cage uh, one he played. Uh, Johnny Blaze. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. I think they're going to, yes, they will revamp that eventually, I think, because uh, I think Marvel Studios. I like, the, I like the one you're describing better. I, don't, I think the, the motorcycle thing is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. It, it, it'd be great in the eighties, <laughs> yeah. You know, right? Like, yeah. It, it, it's just I, I don't know it's something about it. Yeah. Some some things might need to stay in the comic book, um, but Ghost Rider with a car sounds yeah, like, it's like more like doable. Like I can pull it off. I'm talking to a guy with a flaming head, right? Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's an interesting thing. Yeah, well, I was I was actually going to refer to the Nicolas Cage version, and it's one of those things where it's like, it just felt like someone was trying to rush it out there. Like, okay, comic books are good again. They did the same thing with Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck. And yeah. They had one of those cheesy scenes with, I think they were on a seesaw with Elektra. Mm-hmm, and, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. That first one was a mess, that Nicolas Cage one. Uh, he was just too damn old, I think, for the part. And I think it's because we've, we've already gotten two movies of that character, that that type of Ghost Rider. The comics came along and made a new Ghost Rider for us. And that's the one that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. used. And, uh, you know, it it's more, well, I guess it, it's, it's probably easier to film. <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about... Stunt guys, uh, you know, falling off bikes. You know, they have they have a little bit more protection in the car, and it's a it's a, oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty badass. You run people over, man. Yeah, you know? oh, it's it's a GTO. I think it, the engine like lights up, and uh, yeah, I'm telling you, like yeah, for you gotta see Dread. You gotta see that for sure. That movie, and you gotta see at least the first episode of uh, Agents of Shield season four, and that's on Netflix. 
that's the introduction. Okay, to I'm gonna that. check it out. Yeah, that's the introduction to Ghost Rider. Uh, that that type of Ghost Rider, and I think they really could run with him for a while, and then we could go back to the Johnny Blaze. You know, maybe retell that. Uh, the the follow up to uh, the movie itself with Nicolas Cage that kind of retold the origin as well. It's very weird, but that movie was a was mess. Was there a part two? There was, yes, there was. Um, there was a part two. Yes. See, I didn't know this. Yeah, I didn't know this. Uh, was he in part two? Yes, he was. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it wasn't yeah, as it, it went under the radar. I I I never knew. It was. I thought it was only that one. Yeah, it was. Um, mm, I'm trying to remember what it was called. They didn't do a lot of time promote. They didn't spend a lot of time promoting it then. You no, know, it, well, I, it, I, I had no clue <laughs> it existed. Maybe that's a good thing. Well, <laughs> that's a good thing. It had some, it had some moments to it. I did, I did fall for the advertisements, and I went to go see it, and they revamped the character. Yeah, it was called uh, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. So. It's not necessarily a part two, per se, because they retell the origin in the beginning of it, and they kind of change the origin a little bit. So that first movie could just be really rejected from the canon, you know? Uh, it was directed okay. by the, uh, oh gosh, those guys who did the uh, Jason Statham movie that was crazy. Um, Crank. Crank? Yeah, it was the... That cin- movie's awesome. Yeah, it was the cinema... <laughs> It was the cinematographers who did Crank. They directed this movie, I think. And, yeah, it's got a lot of cool uh, visuals. Uh, Nicolas Cage kind of uh, he shouldn't. He just shouldn't be. He's just too damn old. And he, I don't know. It. I think if you were to cast someone else in the part, it would have been a little bit better received. But um, Idris Elba, he was in it. He was like this. Uh, I'm not sure what the hell he was, but. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's it's not terrible, but yeah, it's um definitely kind of a mess. <laughs> but yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it. It's not. Yeah, it's um, I think it's better than the first one in many ways. That first one just, yeah, it was just very glossy and you know it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. It was just falling. Is up. he technically a hell spawn? Uh, he's not dead though. No. I mean the character himself. Ghost Rider. He's possessed, Cause, I cause think. His dad, then his dad still owed oh, the devil. And so since he owed the devil, like, I know, I don't really know Ghost Rider like that. I I actually have never read a Ghost Rider comic book. Oh, I, I haven't I either. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, it's yeah. just like he makes a deal with the devil, and the devil screws him over, and... <laughs> yeah, he's, like, possessed by... Oh, yeah, he makes a deal with the devil, and since he does... The, the devil has a cost, so he takes his dad. He, his dad was dying of cancer, I think, so he made a deal with the devil. So he healed him, and then his dad still died from something else. Yeah, the devil actually killed yeah. him, I think. The devil killed him in a, like a um, a stunt Accident. he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like the devil mm-hmm. like screwed him over, basically. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll cure him of cancer, but I will kill him, and you'll be stuck with uh, your debt with me. So... <laughs> Yep. Yeah. He wanted to hire him. The new Ghost Rider, I think, has um he I think he's made a similar pact. I think he's got a brother who's paralyzed, maybe, and I don't know. I, I didn't watch all of the season of Agents of Shield, but I will say, like, watch that first episode. It it was great and anytime he pops up, it it was um 
it, yeah, it was it was really good. I was really blown away. I was I was surprised because I really thought it was not going to be good. You know, when they said he was going to be on the show, and I was just like, ugh, I don't know about that. But yeah, that season's awesome. So that's on Netflix. Check that out. At least the first episode. You'll I think you'll be blown away, and you might you might end up watching the whole thing. So <laughs> they should do a movie. They should do a movie about the devil granting all these different beings power and. Those beings always find a way to turn against the devil. Like, man, you're like, you don't really have a good track record. All these guys, maybe need to work on a pension plan or something. Yeah. But they don't, <laughs> like, he's always granting someone, like, I want you to work in my army, Spawn. Uh, yeah. I want you to work for me, Ghost Rider. And they all turn on him. Like, come on, man. Like, get one that's like down the ride with me. I'm like, <laughs> he needs a, he needs a, pu- uh, a publicist. I'll give you a soul. I'll give you a soul for every soul you bring me. Like a half a soul or something like we're got agreement or something. Like you guys are. Yeah. Ruining me or something. Like I'll bring your, I'll bring your cousin back to life. If you just, <laughs> you know, yeah. kill this whole country for me. Right. You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He needs to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's, he's not got, got a good track record. No, he doesn't. Every time you hear about the devil giving someone some powers, they always find a way to turn on him. The devil's got to be like, you know what? Hey, <laughs> not really winning here. They need to go on strike. I mean, I get the whole good and evil dynamic, but like, you got to have someone. Oh well, clown, clown from Spawn. Yeah, uh, he, he's down. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you might turn on him too. You know. Uh, yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of a flawed thing. <laughs> it's been told yeah. several times, but he's consistently doing stuff like that. Like, hey, I'm going to grant you these powers, and I didn't get you powers that can kick my ass. This ends part one. Please join us for part two. Take care. <laughs>